welcome to the Beehive. And on today's episode, we got a murder gang of affiliate. We got somebody that's really in the music game. And I'm really excited to bring this guest on because I'm a lover of music. I'm a connoisseur of music, you could say. And I'm so excited to have my friend, Manu, on the podcast. How are you, bro? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. Dude, I think everybody can't connect to music, you know? And that's why I'm really excited and happy to have you on. And when it comes to music, there's so many different ways, so many different styles. And it's something everybody loves. My question is, how did you get started in music? Like, how did it happen? <sighs> all right, it all started when I was a little boy. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> um, I started, my grandfather actually um, got me into it. He, uh, he's been playing in a band for years, since okay. like before he had my mom. So with that and like me knowing that and stuff, like I wanted to get into music and stuff too. You know what I mean? And even since I was, like, a toddler, like, I'd always, I'd always like, set up pots and pans, like, bang on them. My parents would give me, like, you know, the little toy guitars, you know, and I'd just, uh-huh. like, play them. There's, like, a picture of me outside, a little toy guitar, my long hair. So, ever since you were, so you come from a family of music then? Yeah. So, ever since you were young, is, is this something that you saw and you were like, I want to do that? Or is it something that, like, the more you listened to and the more you heard that you were like, holy shit, I love this? You know, I think it was more of a just me experimenting you know what i mean because i used to do a lot of painting i used to do a lot of drawing no you're a fucking artist bro <laughs> no for the look i'm sorry to hype you up a little but i have to you're a photographer you don't just make music you produce music you do the whole process you're mm. you're one of those people you're an artist i could say you know i could safely say that you're an artist you're not just somebody that comes out here and just makes this music and that's it you know like you're tr- you're a true artist and you know and dude, things are going so well for you too, you know? And that's why I ask because I feel like I feel it from you cuz I listen to your shit. I feel it from you that like it's a passion thing. Yeah. It's something that you're super passionate about. And that's why I ask like did you get it from the beginning or did it start like the more you went you were like you felt more in love with it? Um I think it was just something that like I started with and I was like I got comfortable with it you know what I mean because like everything else was cool but like I really just felt at home you know expressing myself you know in a way that everybody can like relate to yeah know? because I think like a song tells a fucking tells everything about somebody you know it's it's honestly a true fashion of letting somebody know how you feel what's going on like you could relate so so much from music because music tells pain tells love tells happiness you could tell from somebody's music that and i that's i think it's a beautiful thing i really do and my thing is like i always wanted to be a musician but dude as you can see from the intro i can't sing for shit like <laughs> i I'm, got auto-tune for that <laughs> no dude i'm not trying to sound like travis scott out here bro but dude i just think it's i think it's something something really that you got to be passionate about because I don't... How many hours do you put in? Like, how much hours does it take to make one song? It depends on the song. You know what I mean? You can get... You can get a, a, a bout of inspiration and you can just go crazy on a song and make a song in, like, an hour. You know what I mean? Like, one night I turned out, like, eight songs in, like, three hours. You know what I mean? And then other times it's like I'll probably work on one song for, like, three months. Three months? Yeah. Holy fuck. It just depends on the song and, like, you know, how you de- feel about it, like, the, the direction you want to take it. 
the vibe, the everything yeah. that's going on with it. If it's something that you're really passionate about, it makes it quicker. But if it's something like you're not feeling at the moment, you put it down. Because one thing you told me is like you have thousands of songs. Yeah. And that's crazy because it's not like you just you're you're making songs and you have songs in the vault. You have everything going on. So whenever you pick a song to put it out, like that shit must be like, okay, like this is shit something I fuck with. Yeah. So you got a hint, dude. I, I There's a lot of songs that I fuck with also that like are never going to come out. Like a lot of reference songs that I've done for like different artists, you know, songs that I've done for myself that I'm like, you know what? This shit is crazy, but now's not the time. Okay. Because you, know? you touched on it. So you, you know, and people got to know this, bro. You are somebody that you are working with the industry right now. Like yeah. You're working with countless artists with you're producing, you're making beats, you're doing everything for them. And I really, I wanted to get on to that. But my question is, how did you get introduced to that? It's uh, it's all social networking. Really, I got Twitter and I went crazy on Twitter. I was just hitting everybody up. You know what I mean? And it started, uh, I think what really propelled me forward was like, um, I really got serious about making music in like middle school, right? Because my muddle, my, uh, God, I'm tired. But, um. Yeah, no, so in middle school, my cousin actually was making music. He was, like, a rapper in Miami and stuff, and he knows, like, Zoe Dollars and all those other okay. Miami-based rappers. Or she went to school with uh, Zoe Dollars. I don't know if you know who Zoe Dollars is. No, 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 I don't know who Zoe Dollars is. Yeah, no, he was cool with, like, X and, like, P&B Rock and shit. Now, I think, if I'm not now mistaken. Now, those two. Now, those two, I know who, definitely who they are, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, no, so I started making music with him. He was always encouraging me. And um, I got into high school and started making, like, music for, like, myself. Because at first it was just beats. You know, like, I wanted to be a rapper, but, like, all that shit was ass. And then I just focused on making beats, and I got good at that. And then I started selling mad beats on, like, SoundClick and, like, just through Twitter and shit. I remember there was a time that that was really big on selling beats to people. Yeah, SoundClick was that shit. Um, But, yeah, so I did that. And um, I used to like listen and like stay posted on like the blogs and shit for like all these new artists that were coming out and um around the same time i uh i seen this dude uh jimmy prime he came out and i wanted to get in touch with him and like early on in high school super duper kyle was coming out and i wanted to I get in touch with, with him I fuck with his yeah that's shit. the homie i'll tell i'll tell you more about that in a second yeah so um all that happened and i'm hitting all these people up and like i'm getting connected um and not to interrupt, but yeah. during this time, a lot of rappers came out. Like, a yeah, lot of hell, big rappers, rappers came yeah. out during this time. Because you got to put that as a reference. Especially in Florida. That was the time that Florida was hit Florida after was hit after crazy. hit. And for a while, we never had nobody. But Like, those shows, those early shows in Miami were like Smoke Perp, X, Pump, uh-huh. Ski. You Did you go to any? Bro, I used to DJ at those shows. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, yeah. like, damn. Because... That's a part of music history now because I yeah. think a, a switch flipped, like when these guys came out, a, a total switch flip. You know, it was a whole new wave, and you were there from the beginning. Yeah, I was there from the jump. Um, so how that happened was right as I went to this uh, J Cole concert with that cousin I was telling hey, you about. That's my right? man. Yeah, the Doll in the Dream tour, and um, I was there, and like this dude was being mad friendly. So I was like, whatever. And me and him became friends. And he had a friend who was a rapper. Uh, he goes by Filthy Phil. That nigga's fire. Y'all should check out that nigga. Um, but yeah, they were like, yo, we need a DJ. And I pulled up, you know. And at the same time, my boy from high school was telling me about his friend, Jase, 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 Jase. All I would hear about is Jase, right? 
And I was all like, yeah, I'm a, I'll, I'll work with him, blah, blah, blah. So I pull up to this show, and it just so happens that my boy Filthy Phil performing, and so is Jose XXX Tentacion, right? And this is how, this is the first time I met him at the show. And um, he was outside or whatever, and I was outside just chilling, waiting for, like, my set to come on. And um, I seen him, I was all like, Ja? He turned around, gave me a smile. He was like, yo, what's up? He was like, X, 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 X. He was like, it's X, X, X. <laughs> So, you know, he was doing, like, the little things. Like, yo, shh, don't, don't say my government. Y'all got to say my name now. It's yeah, right, XXX. It's X. Um, so, yeah, he turned around and he uh, came up to me, dapped me up. I was all like, what's good? I'm Manny. He was like, oh, what's good, bro? Do I know you? I was all like, nah, but um, so-and-so told me about you. And he was like, oh, shit, how that nigga doing? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And then we chopped it up for a little bit. And he's all like, so what's good? And I'm all like, yo, like, I make beats. Like, let's let's get some shit cracking. He was all like, all right, bet, like, take my email down. He gave me his email. And we had planned to do, like, a little EP or something. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And then, yeah, so after that, <clears throat> we're still doing shows, still doing shows. I'm not doing shows with X, but he'd pop up and he'd have, like, you know. He had his little things going on. Yeah, he had his little things going on. And then I had my shit going on. And we, whenever we link up, we just, you know what I'm saying? We see each other, dap each other up, you know what I mean? And um, that EP was always, like, you know, something we had planned to do. But then he ended up getting locked up. And then I stopped talking to him because, um, it just it just happened like that. I didn't stop talking to him intentionally. You know what okay. I mean? It's just, you know, like a lot of shit going on. And I had my shit going on too because at the time I was like in a rough living situation. I feel you. I feel you. It happens yeah. to everybody. But dude, that's crazy because you had the initiative to go up like, hey, bro, let's talk. Yeah, no, because like, you got to understand that all these people, they're regular people. You know what I mean? Dude, dude, dude. Can, you, can I tell you who told me that before? Who told you? Because the reason when you say that, a lot of people don't understand I have a CEO friend who's on, who's the owner of a million dollar company. He goes, I go like, dude, I can't believe I'm sitting there. I can't believe I'm talking. He goes, dude, I'm a regular guy. Yeah. We forget about that sometimes. Sometimes we, we forget that people are regular people, you know? And you just went, yo, X. Because was did you know back then that he was going to blow up, though? I had a feeling. But, like, I mean, me, I was just very eager to, like, work with, like, everybody. You know what I mean? I had that hunger, that drive. I still do, but now it's more, like, directed. Okay, you know? yeah. Sometimes uh, you can have the most hunger, but without direction, it doesn't really mean anything, you know? Yeah. Got to have the direction with it. So from down, what happened? From then, um, yeah, no, nah, that's when I started getting into, like, photography because me and my boy Bash, we uh, we had a group called Sabani, right? And we'd make these, uh, we made, like, these little records, these little dancehall-infused records with, like, R&B and, like, rap and hip-hop and shit. And um, we did that for a while. And um, I started doing photography because we needed, like, photos for the shit. And um, I kept up with the photography. And then, lo and behold, like, I got back into, you know, the extra circle. So I started taking photos for, like, members only and stuff like that. And I go to all the shows, et cetera. Damn. Well, and I linked back up with X. And we got, you know, we were cool again. We were just like, you know, it was like a casual. Like, yo, what's up, nigga? Like, how you yeah. doing? My thing is, like, because you weren't. You were part of those early shows of X. How was that shit like? Because I heard it used that to be was crazy. crazy. That shit was crazy. I heard like this motherfucker used to jump out of places. He didn't care. Bro, know? he was hanging off the roof since before Tory Lanez was hanging off the roof. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was wild. Dude. You know, he had he had this crazy ass energy. No, he know? always had it though, you know? He never, he never stopped having that energy to just go fucking crazy. Like, he really was who he was. Yeah. He, and I, I admire that. But, but you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing too is like I was a very like, and even to this day, like I'm very private. You know what oh I mean? No, I I could tell. So, I, <laughs> because dude, and 
because right here we got the whole little setup right now, you know, face covering, can't show. And I wanted to ask you, like, is there a reason why you're so like you you don't put yourself out there as much? I would just say that. You, you know, know what I think? I think it's like good music is gonna is gonna grow by itself. You know what I mean? Good like there needs to last. Yeah, good music lasts forever, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, I don't want people to see me and, like, judge me based off of, like, what I look like, regardless of if I'm, like, the sexiest man alive or the ugliest motherfucker that ever lived. You okay. know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, I want people to hear the music, and if they like it, they enjoy it. I want them to let that be the reason that they're drawn to me, not anything else, you know? And that's completely understandable, because, like, we were talking before, and we said the whole thing about, like, Post Malone. Yeah. Post Malone when he came out and you saw him, everybody you, thought he was like some skinny black nigga with dreads and shit. Like, <laughs> because no, but this is the thing: if you saw Post Malone without hearing his music and be like, you that, just said, that motherfucker what? But <laughs> you'd be like, that motherfucker can't rap. He yeah. can't. And dude, Post Malone's probably literally one of the biggest artists in the world right now, yeah. hands down, one of the biggest artists in the world. And I like that because yeah. if somebody heard your music, and I'm not gonna lie, dude. Where, by the way, they could find you on SoundCloud, right? Yeah, but um, SoundCloud, I normally have like shit that I don't put out. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of my shit's on Spotify. And on Spotify. Because yeah, if you search up Many AM. Many AM, everybody. Because, yeah. dude, you sound just like The Weeknd. And that's not even an exaggeration. Dude, I have a really good Weeknd impression, but I'm not going to do it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. So, okay. You started doing photography. You came back to the rap. What happened next? Like, what was the next step? Like, what was the next stepping stone? There was, like, there's so many different, like, ways that my life trailed off. You know what I mean? There's, like, it was like I was living multiple lives at at the same time. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. So there was a photography route. There was the music route. You know what I mean? And, like, whenever I was around, like, you know, members only and shit, it was just, like, strictly photography. You know what I mean? I was never trying to get into too much because... You respected that barrier? Is that why? Like, you respected that, why they had you there? Or was it, was it something like that? I knew why I was there. I was there just to take pictures. I was there, okay. to, you know what I'm saying? Just just do my thing. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't trying to gain no clout off of it. Whenever I'd give them pictures and stuff, I'd, you know what I mean? I'd never have to be tagged or none of that. Um, I was always in the background. I, You know, I was always that shady figure in the background. So, you know, and I never really introduced myself to, like, a lot of people. You know, so it took, like, a while for me to, like, introduce myself to, like, everybody else members only. So, like, Flyboy Tarantino, um, Trunks and all them, it took a while for me to, you know, like, get comfortable enough to, you know. To show them who you were, you know, because you were Because always- I was around a lot, so, you know, motherfuckers going to ask questions. You're like, who is this motherfucker, man? So, I was like, you know, like, I'm Manny, bro. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I, yeah, I do this, I do that. Dude, there's a respect in that. I, you were there, though. Like, yeah. because, like, I remember, because... And I know this might sound crazy, but the you remember Wasley, right? And the only reason why I say was the only reason we got to know X was because of you. Yeah. You know, you were a big part of that. And my thing is like, cause we always say like, oh, dude, I just gotta know this person. I just gotta do this. I just gotta yeah, do that. It only takes one person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know. And you were in those groups, dude. What was the craziest thing about being in that group, though? Um. You know, there wasn't anything that, like, I thought was too crazy. You know what I mean? Because I just, I, I, I'm always in my own little world, you know? Okay. I just do what I got to do, and I just let everything else be what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew I was there to take pictures, so I never mingled. You know what I'm saying? I never brought the music up, and I was like, hey, bro, we got to do a song. Like, yo, 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 you remember that? Da, 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 da. Like, that was, that's not me. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm there to do something, I'm there to do something. You know what I mean? Because the music is my shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have my music. They got theirs. 
You know what I mean? So that's like, you know, you there's, were able a certain, to there's a thin, yeah, there's a thin line um, that you can't cross. You know what I mean? When you fucking with certain people, you there's know that I mean? line that you can't just, you know, the things that you if they knew, found out on their own, then I would have been open to it. You know? But you didn't want to promote yourself because they felt comfortable enough just to let you in. Yeah. And you were like, I'm not going to take advantage of it. Yeah, no, you can't. Nah. You can't. There's certain things you can't take advantage of. You know what I mean? Because it could ruin your relationship with those people. Because that happens. Because they might think, oh, this motherfucker's just here just to get clout off of me. It wasn't a yeah, genuine nah. thing. No, nah, I never, I never like, my thing too is like whenever I took these pictures, I never wanted to post them. You know what I mean? Because like, I mean, I wanted to post them because it was my art. You know what I mean? It was like what I view through my eyes. But at the same time, it was like, okay, if I post this, like, what's the reaction I'm going to get from them? What are, You know what I mean? It's Be- like, I don't want any bad blood between were you, them. But. Were you scared of? Because I'm not even, I'm going to say, uh, you were scared of losing that friendship. No, I wasn't scared of losing anything. Like me, I'm I'm a very it is what it is type of person. Like if okay. something happens, like that's the way it was supposed to happen. You know? Because now I want to take it back to the music thing. Was it at any point, because you went photography route, you got with them, you know? Was there at any point that you were like, damn shit, this shit might not work? The with music, the music shit? With the music shit. Oh, man. Fucking every couple of weeks, I'm like, yeah, fuck this music shit. yeah like what was the farthest that you went like you know what i'm done um was there any specific moment that you were just like fuck like this shit might not work last year last year what happened man last year i came back from vegas because i i was staying in vegas for like a month and a half and i was like you know what bro like maybe this shit ain't for me so i went back home and um dude i was living with was like trying to encourage me he was like blah 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 but anyway i fill out all these damn application for jobs right he's like nah we getting you back out here. Da, 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 da. So lo and behold, he got me back out there after a couple months and I started living with him. Mr. Man, shout out Mr. Man. Um, I gotta talk about that. This uh so basically what had happened was to lead up to this point is like when Super Duper Kyle was coming out, okay, I hit them up, you know what I'm saying? I tried to hit up everybody in the squad. Cause that's what a good that's what a good go getter does. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? you gotta if you know who you gotta hit up, you hit it up, you know? Yeah, so I used to send them beats way back then and um Back then, I was talking to uh, Kaylani. I was talking to Mr. Man. Damn. Um. Yeah. So I was sending beats out to all these people, and Mr. Man would show everybody the beats, and they were like, "Yo, this nigga is hard, bro. Like, who is he, bro?" I was like, "Bro, is this fourteen-year-old kid? Blah 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 blah." Because at the time, I was like thirteen, fourteen. Um. Well, maybe I was a little bit older because it was like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. So this was like so I was seven, about like I was like fifteen. So this I was like 14, all started 15. A, seven years ago. Like, bro, this shit started way back, man. This is like finding finding these relationships and just building on them. But you what, know what I mean? What age did you go to the last year? You went to Vegas, and that's when you like you were at the lowest point. Yeah, and you were with this guy, and he was the one that said like, "Yo, you gotta keep going." Yeah. But what what happened there that you were like, "Fuck this shit, man! I can't. It, it's not working." Um, just no like forward movement. You know what I mean? I would just stay there at the crib and just cook up records. And then I was like, you know what, man? Maybe this shit ain't for me, you know? You were in that stuck phase, you know? I was in that stuck phase, but a lot of shit happened last year, you know? But throughout that time that I was, you know, like, first hit up Mr. Man and everything, uh, we stayed in contact, kept sending beats, et cetera. Um, And bro just believed in me from the jump, you know what I mean? So he got me out to Vegas. I stayed with him at his house. And I came back to Florida. I was like, fuck the music shit. Then he hit me back up. He got me back out there. And I stayed with him for, like, a month or so. And then um, he introduced me to the homie uh, Sunny Norway. 
and Sonny was rocking with me heavy. So I went out to L.A. for a week. I lived with Sonny. We cooked up hella records. Um, I linked up with uh, the homie CP, too. Um, CP is a crazy-ass singer, too, bro. He's fire as fuck. He's like males Janae Aiko. He's uh-huh. hard, bro. He's hard. He was actually on a, uh, under the same management as like Janae Aiko. Yeah, they got like songs together and stuff that just never came out. Just I don't know why, but but they're like the man's talented. He's he's hard. You know what I mean? But anyway, so I'm doing all this and I'm meeting all these people, and then CP introduces me to a uh, K Camp's manager, Navid, and then they find out that I'm going to Atlanta. So Navid makes the link with me and K Camp. Okay. And then I pull up to K Camp Studio, and then I'm there. I'm working with his DJ Genius. K Camp comes in the session a couple times. He likes what he's hearing. Dude. Um, dude, that's just crazy, bro. Yeah. Because, by the way, we we never think these shit like it's just, bro. You know, one person, and then like it, it just it's a it's and, a domino effect, bro, you know. And that's the thing, like because one person believed in you to be like, hey, dude, don't give up, right? That one yes that you got was enough for all the no's that you had gotten to that point, right? You know, yeah. The the shit that's crazy is that. And it happens all the time. We put these celebrities in a fucking pedestal. You know, we put them in a pedestal. You went from giving up, yeah. that's the truth, to being in the studio with K-Camp. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Basically, yeah. Like, dog, and that goes to me to say that, like, giving up, bro, is never a fucking option. It shouldn't be an yeah. option. You know, because, like, Will Smith says this shit and it always gets me. He says the best things are after fear. You know, giving up is right before. It's that fear part. You know, yeah. you were fearful. You were like, fuck, what am I doing with my life now? I'm at a point where it's either I got to go or I'm going to stay, you know, or let me go a different route. You were like, fuck it. I'm going to fucking do it. You yeah. know, that's the mentality that I think everybody should have in life. Yeah. Like, you know, like if you have that mentality to just say, I don't care what nobody got to say. I'm going to keep going. Because look what happened, dude. You're 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 living proof of it. Yeah. You know, you gave not that you give up, gave up. You were about to give up, and you have one person that was like, "Hey, dude, yeah. I really believe in your shit." And then you're with K Camp now. What the yeah. fuck? Well, man? I just met him. We didn't really work on nothing. You know what I mean? But I was in the studio. I was cooking up. Dude, I was never with K Camp in my life. I could tell <laughs> you that. This motherfucker don't <laughs> the know. The story gets crazier though. Okay. The story gets crazier, right? So I'm in Atlanta, you know, and I got the homie uh, Da. Who I met, like, you know, just, you know, fucking around in that scene, the whole members only scene and shit. Um, so I pull up to his house. Dan's there, Dan Herzog, talented ass producer. You know what I mean? And um, I'm at the crib with uh, DA and Dan, and they got this dude there with dreads. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, who is this dude, right? Uh-huh. Mysterious figure. Yeah. So he comes in the room, and I'm like, oh, that's the, that's the homie Jax. He went by Jax at that time. And, um... They was like they they were like introducing us or whatever, and it was like, "Yo, bro, playing some beats and stuff." And I played the Murder Beats collab or whatever. Okay. You know, and I gotta tell you how I met Murder too. It's just crazy, but um, you know, so I played the Murder Beats collab. He's like, "Bro, this this man pulled out the Murder Beats collab like it was nothing, bro. That's hard, bro. What you uh-huh. talking about?" And I was all like, "Bro, it's just another." It's just another, another day, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. So me and him got to collabing on some shit, and then um, after I left Atlanta, we kept collabing or whatever. And then what's crazy is is uh right before I was supposed to go to Toronto, like the morning of my flight to Toronto, <clears throat> he hits me up. He's like, bro, Sway just hopped on one of our beats. I was like, what? No fucking way. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's a song that'll like never come out though. Like he posted a Sway posted a snippet of it uh on Instagram. Yeah, it was Sway Lee, Travis Scott in the studio and uh the homie Jax. He he goes by uh damn, what does he go by right now? Yeah, we uh, I uh, forgot what he goes by. Yeah. Right yeah. But no, nah, he went by something different. I think he go by Jax right now. He go by uh Oh, he used to go by Relax. He goes by Relax. Relax. He used to go by Relax. That's when I met him. And then he switched his name, but when he started working with Sway Lee to uh, Jax, right? And then, um, yeah, nah, so I got that snippet, and I was like, yo, this shit crazy. Ah. I was hype. I was I was dumb hype. But I, I kind of kept my cool, though. I was like, Do you guys right, hype each other up when you guys are in the studio? I, I really want to know about that interaction. Yeah, we like girls in a locker room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Your tits are huge. Where do you? What? Are those oh natural? Oh, my God. So, so you know, we'd be in the studio. We'd be in the studio like, oh, my God, that 808 thumps. Where'd you get that? No, I'm just playing. We don't talk like that. But um, No, you don't? Damn, no, you just my feelings now, bro. <laughs> I re- no, but because I see it. You know, everybody sees the videos from the studio sessions, right? How the fuck is that shit like? Don't realize. Is it just like, is it serious? Is everybody really like, because there's that famous picture of Gunna and uh, yeah. Young Thug, and they're looking really you know, serious. Is that how it's like? Or is it like it's different. more chill? It's different every time. You know what I mean? It just depends on the energy in the room. Sometimes it'd be really hype. Sometimes it'd be dead. Sometimes it'd be like you know a cool little vibe. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody's okay, just in there okay. kicking it. Um, but yeah, no. Nah, so that's when I was about to go to Toronto, and um, now we got to take it back a couple of years, back to the same X days, and you know, okay, I mean, like okay. all that. So around that time too, after hitting up Jimmy and you know what I mean, doing all that, I went to this uh, this uh, this hotel for Art Basel. Right, they had an uh, an event there, and Jimmy was playing there, and uh, meeting Jimmy's DJ. Mm-hmm. D-Boy Shout out to D-Boy um, And D-Boy Me and him Started vibing Immediately You know what I'm saying And then after that I didn't talk to them For a little while And then D-Boy hits me And he's like Yo you got the pictures Blah 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 And then 2017 comes around D-Boy's back in Miami But here it is D-Boy's back in Miami With Murder Beats Okay So D-Boy's and, Co-managing and, Murder Beats And Murder Beats Is probably Like One of the biggest Oh, Murder had a crazy year last year. Yeah, like one of the biggest in the game right now. Yeah. Hands down. So you meet him, right? Yeah, I mean, Murder, that shit was so funny. He, uh, They were trying to get Murder to come in the room, right? And Murder was coming, but he was like, he was a little bit busy. He was tied up doing something. I, I forgot what he was doing, but he he runs in the room. He's like banging on the door, right? Because he only has his boxers on. He runs in the room. He sees me and two of my homeboys chilling on the bed. And then... um. My manager is there posted up and he's like, Oh what's up? He daps <laughs> us up. He's like, I'm gonna go get dressed. <laughs> yeah, so then he runs back to his uh his hotel room and he uh he gets dressed and he comes back and you know, we talk for a little bit. But what's crazy is like um my manager, he was looking for artists to manage and stuff. He wanted to get into the managing game, right? And at this point he wasn't managing anybody. And um my boy Randy was like, Man, he playing your shit, whoa. Playing your shit. Well, you ain't gonna play it for him. I'm gonna play it for him. And I was like, play it then. So he took my phone. He's all like, all right, man, fuck you. Took my phone, put on this old ass, trash ass song that I produced and like I did myself. Fuck you, bro. Fuck you, bro. He's like, fuck you. If you're not gonna put yourself on, I'm gonna put you on, right? Because to me, like, D boy, D boy, at this point, D boy is just a homie. You know what I mean? Like, we just should kick it. I wasn't like, I'm not trying to like plug myself because I'm not that type of person. I think that's annoying. Dude, you know what's crazy? If I was you, bro, I would have plugged myself in anywhere I could. These <laughs> motherfuckers would have been in the studio. I'd be like, shout out to Enrique Bello. I'm in here too. But you know what's crazy is like, 
everything that's meant to happen for you will happen. You know what I mean? So I guess that moment was meant to happen. So I'm playing the music and he was like, you did this? And I was like, yeah, that's me, whatever. <laughs> and he was like, yo, this is hard, bro. Let me manage you. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And then Murda's real manager walks in the room. They're playing the song. He's Deep Boy's like, yo, I want you to listen to this new kid I'm managing. He's like, oh, who is this? And he's like, no, it's none of these guys, right? He's lying to him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears throat> he plays the song. He's like, yo, this shit's crazy. It's like, who is this? And he, like, they point at me. They're like, the photographer? You fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, you were still being a photographer. Yeah. Dude, you know what's the craziest thing for me so far is that from listening to pretty much your story is that I really thought it was, I really thought it was like a com- they didn't try to help each other. Yeah. And what it seems to me is like everybody's really just trying to help each other get on. This shit helped me, goddammit. My, my whole story is a bunch of little happy accidents. You know what I mean? It was an accident meeting murder. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Because I, I didn't know murder. Do you think it's an accident though? Because I don't. I have a different take on no, that. No, of course. That's what I'm, that's, that goes back to the uh, everything that's meant for you will happen. You know what I mean? So that was meant for but, me. And I'll, I'll go a little bit further than just meant for you. You know, like, some people say, oh, dude, you got lucky. Yeah. I don't believe in that shit. Yeah, no. You didn't get luck lucky. Is, luck is you want to know why? Because you produced the beat, right? Yeah. You produced this shit. You didn't get lucky because yeah, if you no. had put a, some shit trash on, that guy would have been looking, oh, dude, shit, shit, cool. You, got any, you know, let's, let's skip this song. Yeah. You know, so you did like in a way, bro, you got to start giving yourself like those props, you know? You yeah, know, of course, I, I do a lot of this shit myself, the production, uh, the mastering, the mixing from the vocals, all that shit. I do all that shit myself. So far, though, what has been the crazy experience that you had for you? Like, what was the moment that you were probably like, fuck, starstruck or like, OK, I'm like there now. I'm I'm here. I only got starstruck once, and that's when I met the weekend for the first time. But that was it. Like other than that, like I don't get starstruck. Hey, bro, you I have the a, weekend. Yeah. How beautiful is that man, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now we're getting into sus boy territory. I don't know if I want to go there. No, but how was that? That was cool. It was after a concert. He was there signing everybody's shit. It was after the uh, Kissling concert in Miami. Uh huh. Yeah. And I know he's one of your inspirations too. Definitely. Did those people, like, who do you look up to? You know, at this point, I don't, I wouldn't say I look up to anybody, but I do admire a lot of people for what they do and, like, what they've accomplished and, okay. like, the route that they chose. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I There's definitely a, an admiration for a lot of these people, but I don't, as far as to say that, like, I look up to people, like, no. You know what I mean? Because I believe it's everybody's own personal, like, What's the word? It's it's their it should be their initiative to to live their life how they want to live it. You okay. know what I mean? And 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 move how they want to move. And whether that be in a good way or a bad way. Hopefully it's in a good way, you know what I mean? But you can't look to these people because everybody's human, everybody fucks up every once in a while. So you have to be there for yourself. You can't you know, you, let's say your favorite rapper is Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? Lil Wayne been in and out of jail, that's your idol? Damn. You know what I mean? I know what you mean though. I know what you mean. I understand the concept behind that but know? it's like you can admire him for the things he's he's accomplished you know what i mean and 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 you can admire his perseverance in order to get out of those situations and to you know still rise to the top and still be that greatest rapper of all time you, you think know he's the I mean? greatest rapper of all time bro hands down you think lil wayne's the greatest rapper of Lo- all time bro <sighs> listen listen to that no ceilings mixtape listen Th- to it look, tell me he ain't fired. i no i'm not saying he's not fired though now 
But great, you know what's the craziest thing? Talking about greatest rappers of all time. One of the ones I never understand because it's so controversial, it goes to Eminem. Some people put him as the greatest or they put him far in the Eminem list. is hard though. Eminem is a crazy ass rapper. You know M- what I mean? Eminem's MC. I mean, like, I feel like my first two would be like Lil Wayne and, 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 and Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. But, but I, like, I don't listen to Eminem's music at all. I can just respect him and admire him for what he's done. You know what I mean? I have the utmost respect because I the way I rank people is like differently. You know what I mean? Okay, I don't so go by who is my favorite. I go by, you know, you know, how they go about doing things. You know what I mean? Like their their work ethic and shit like that. Dude, for me, I always say like, but the thing is like, any list of the greatest, it's so biased. It doesn't. Oh no, of course it's biased. You know, but if you're saying like who was the greatest, like who, but even dude, if you go by hits, you know what I mean. Like oh yeah. that shit's biased too. No, yeah, because what what is a hit to you that matters? No, exactly. And what's a hit to the masses? You feel me? Yeah, I I fuck with Eminem. I fuck with Lil Wayne. No love by both of them is one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, I fuck with that. But the thing is like when. You because the reason why I say do you admire them or something like that is because most people start singing or rapping or producing because of somebody. Yeah. You know they always look up to one person, usually. Yeah. That's why I'm. That's why it's different to say. You, I think it's difficult to say who do I look up to now because I'm on the same playing field as the rest of these people. You know what I mean? I'm in the studios. Because you I'm know them for now. them. Yeah, I've met I've met a lot of them. You know, I've been in the studio with a couple of them. I've been in the studio with a lot of them, but I've, I've I'm doing enough and I'm talking to a lot of them. You know what I mean? From like a young age, and I did all that myself. You know what I mean? There was no one helping me like make these connections. I had to make these connections myself. And no, then you once I got older, you're not know, grinded for it. You feel me? Like even the like me sending beats to Kaylani, like I did that myself. You know what I mean? Did she respond? Yeah, of course she responded. She loved my beats. Damn, dude. Yeah, she told me to send more, and I just never sent more. And Come then on, we, I lost that connection with Kehlani, but you know, shit works out. My thing is like, how do you get those numbers though, or like I, those? Bro, Twitter. You go by tw- fuck, Twitter. Fuck, really? Twitter. Back in the day when everybody was on Twitter, mm-hmm. just made those connections through Twitter. You still have most of those connections. Like now, you have numbers. Now I have numbers. Because yes. you said you were traveling, right? You yeah. told me you went to LA, you went to Atlanta. How did you get the money for that? Is it by like the studio? Bro, people, people would buy me tickets, or like I just. You know, save the money for it, and I'd go. And okay. like a lot of the times, I barely had any money. I'd travel with like maybe twenty dollars, fifty dollars in my pocket. You know, and then after that, people would just buy me shit. You know what I mean? Damn, people would dude. take care of me because like they just really believe in me. You know what I mean? Or like because they can see my work ethic, and they were like, you know what? I see a lot of my my younger self in you, so let me help you out. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these people that get to the top, they had this, they have this crazy ass drive. And there's not a lot of people who have that drive, you know what I mean? Because you could have a homie who makes music, but he ain't got that drive. He could be the sickest motherfucker in the world, but if he ain't oh, got that drive, he ain't going nowhere. It's that thing, though, like, especially with music, you got to probably make 20,000 songs for one song to pop, and that's it. After that one song pops, oh yeah, you get, your shit starts popping. But you got to be consistent. No, of, you got to be consistent. You definitely got to be consistent. But somebody that made 20,000 songs is a consistent person. You know, that they may not be consistent, you know what I'm saying? Because some 20,000 songs could have happened, you know, like for one month you make 10 songs, the other month you make 100. You know what I'm saying? Like consistency in dropping is key. Okay, okay. I understand what you consistency mean. Consistency in dropping is key. Do like you drop you can, a lot? Me, no, I don't drop a lot. Because you know why? It's because right now I'm I'm writing for people. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm writing songs for like Don Tolliver, Drake, Party, The Weeknd. The Weeknd. You know yeah, what I mean? Gotta, Roy gotta, Woods. Roy, you know what's crazy? Um... So how the Toronto story happened, I'll get to the... It ties in with the Roy Woods thing, right? Okay. 
Um, and the Dude, this shit scene. is exciting, bro. I'm sweating out here, man. This nigga, is it hot in here? <laughs> no, it's not hot in here. It's that these shits are hot, hot, hot. Yeah, right. So, so I meet Murder, right? And then Murder comes to Miami every now and then. I always pull up, take pictures, you know, hang out with them or whatever. And um, so at this point, D Boy's managing me. You know, I'm getting into the music more, making more music for myself, and like making beats for other people. And uh, we go to Club Eleven, and it just so happens that Party's best friend, uh, J Ray, is there, and uh, his engineer Prep is there, right? So Dude, I, it's crazy for me to just fathom that these people are all here, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just right place, right time. Dude, it's that thing, man. I went, I go everywhere, and never met none of these people, bro. <laughs> Yo, next time, drop me your location. Drop me your location. Where are you going? I'm coming with you, bro. I'm going to be following you. Like, blackball me. Then, bro, I'm going to be right behind you. So who you are know. you? Oh, my name is Enrique. You know? Yeah. Got to put myself out there, too. So. Yeah, so basically what happened is uh, me and Prep end up having a good relationship or whatever. And I'm sending him music constantly or whatever. And um, D-Boy is like, yo, we need to get you out to Toronto. Blah, 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 blah. So I go out to Toronto and I have a homie who I met through his cousin um my homie tiger phenomenal photographer that niggas he's he's the best photographer i know hands down hey we can argue this all day he's the best period he'll he'll even say nah dog chill dog what are you saying fam i'm all right still jeez but (laughs) but yeah so i stay with him right in toronto now in toronto and we're taking trips back and forth studio after studio d-boy links me with his homie jules and I'm there cooking up with Jules. You know what I mean? We're there. He's getting sessions together. And um, he tells me to make music for Roy. Like, make demos for Roy. So I cook up some demos for Roy with my boy Wazir. Was this when Roy was, like, popping, popping? No, this is just last year. Last year. This, okay. is, this is last year. Roy's already, Roy's already popping. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, I'm not going to lie to you. I started hearing about Roy Woods, like, beginning of this year. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. So, That's why I'm asking. Because he got bigger. He definitely got bigger. He definitely got bigger. Props so, to Roy. No, no. Dude, and I want to let you finish. Yeah. But one thing that I always admire, dude, is that these guys, bro, they work so fucking hard to become an overnight sensation. But and it's never overnight. It's never overnight. Never bro. overnight. It, that's why I say they work so fucking hard to become an overnight sensation. Yeah. And that shit gets me, every, all of them, bro. You pick one of them. All of them. Bro, I've been working for years, and when I pop, motherfuckers gonna say, this nigga's overnight. Same here. Where did this dude come from? Bro. Yeah. And and I hope that happens, because that's how it happens. Yeah. So, you're you're making demos for Roy. Yeah, I cook these demos for Roy, and I have to leave Canada. So, I come back here for a week. I make more shit. But while I'm gone, Jules has Roy in the studio, and he's playing him the demos and the beats. He's all like, yo, this guy's sick. Who is this guy? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, he picks out a couple of things he really likes, da, 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 da. And Jules hits me back. He's like, yo, Roy likes a lot of shit, blah, 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 blah. And um, so I go back to Toronto, try and work it on whatever, but it doesn't work out. He is not in Toronto at the time. He's, like, in L.A. And um, I go back, and, like, you know, I cook up more. I do sessions, you know. And then I come back, and then a whole year passes, right? Not a whole year, but because this is just last year. So, like, maybe, like, six months or so pass. And maybe in June, I want to say, like, June or July, I got a call from Jules. Jules is like, Roy, uh, Roy hit me. He's working on his album, bro. Let's get some shit in for it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Uh, tell him, ask him if it's cool for me to, like, you know, write or do a, do a couple of things on the album. He's like, for sure, for sure. And he calls me back. He's like, yo, Roy remembered who you are. Fuck. 
Yeah. That so means he was, fucked with it. That yeah, he's he all really like, fucked with it. Yeah, that means he was fucking with me from the jump when he heard the first shit. So he was telling me, basically, he was like, yo, so I told him, he was like, yo, I got this boy from Florida. And apparently, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Roy was like, Manny? The kid you showed me last time? Damn. Nigga, when he told me that I was blown, I was like, yo, what? Does this motherfucker know who I am? And Mike, and one thing, when you write for somebody, do you do you have to put them yourself in their shoes? Like, how does to. that work? Because a, a lot of people don't know. Like, their favorite artists do not write their own songs. A lot of them don't. A lot of them don't be writing their don't. own songs. So, do you be like, okay, so I'm writing a song from Roy Woods. Let me put myself in his perspective. You know, but Roy writes a lot of his shit, though. You know what I mean? Roy's very talented. You no, know no, what I'm I mean? not... I'm saying for in general. When you oh, no, 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 write. generally, of course. They take song submissions, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. Then they have writers that they work with, you know, they create that one hit. Other than that, they do a lot of shit to themselves. Okay. You know, The Weeknd's an amazing writer, but he takes writing also, mm-hmm. you know, from people in his camp and, you know, people he's around. Drake does too. Drake takes a lot of writing, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Drake, I might have, I might have, I might have, anyway, you, uh, yeah, never okay, mind. Okay, okay, okay. That never happened. Um <laughs> It did happen, but it, it it's it's not out yet, so it may never happen. But um, so your will Roy Woods, he says he fucks with your shit. Yeah, and he wants to. Well, the plan is to get me to come out there, but all this COVID shit going on, I can't go out there. You know. Damn, that's like a slap to the face right there. Yeah. So what I'm doing now is like in in my own crib, my own studio and shit. I'm trying to cook up, you know, what I can. Me and Jules are gonna work back and forth, you know, Dude. to try and get some place on that. Dog, that shit is crazy though. Like, you, I gotta, at one part of me, I gotta fucking, you know, I look at it and I go, fuck. And the other part of me goes like, damn. Yeah. Because, like, fuck, like, fuck, that, like, how the fuck didn't pop yet? But damn, because, like, damn, you're so close. Like, the thing is, like, just to, a lot of people don't understand. Like, just to get in these fucking studios with these people yeah. is already crazy enough. Not to write for these motherfuckers. Yeah. That's. Or produce for them. Produce for them. What's harder, writing or producing? Um, that's such a difficult question. I would I say like difficult questions, man. I'm a difficult <laughs> person. I would say uh, producing. Producing. They're both equally hard, you know. But what producing, you have to get the right sound, you yeah. know. And then after that, once you once you get the melody and you know, once everybody's catching up vibe, the writing is easy. Because and I'm gonna ask you because you're you're a real musician. What matters more, the uh, the lyrics, definitely or the, the beat? music. At this time, music. The, the the instrumental itself the that's beat, what matters most it's got to move you got to feel something you know what i mean the the words is that that cherry on top that really pulls you in you know what i mean once that beat catches you you know like let's say you turn on a song on an album right if that song doesn't catch you within the first five seconds you're done next song you know you skip through see if the hook is fire if the hook's not fire if you're saying something if the dude's saying something crazy on the song if it's not next song you know it's it's funny how we're so quick to judge yeah, exactly we're so quick to judge Especially music. If we don't feel it in five seconds, it's like I told you, dude. And I'm, I'm going to get some fucking hate for this. I already fucking know, dude. Mm. But I was telling you about that WAP, that wet-ass <laughs> pussy song, right? And I yeah. was telling you that Megan Thee Stallion said one of the fucking hardest lines. Megan go crazy. Megan go crazy. And she said, I write that dick like my name. I don't know the actual quote of the lyric. Yeah. I don't know either. I, I listened to the song like once. <laughs> okay, so you're trying, so you're trying to hate on me right now, bro? No, 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 no. But no, dude, cause I'm different. Yeah. You know how you say the beat? The beat could be fire, dude, but the lyrics gotta go hard for me. Yeah. It really does, because I don't know, dude, and I sometimes I I be thinking I'm a little crazy. Yeah. Because if a I feel s- like they have to go equally as hard. 
That's perfect. That's like that's a great they have song. To, they have to match each other. So look, every time I put on a song, if it doesn't make me look out of the window while I'm driving, I feel like you're in a music video, and make me feel like I'm in a music video. That's not a good song. If it doesn't do that to me, dude, and I'm not gonna lie. There's two songs, dude, that from rappers that people, my friend group hates on me on it. It's Cardi B, Money, and I'm not gonna front, bro. That WAP, I be, I be looking out the window like, yeah, WAP, WAP, because, dude, it just makes me feel some fucking type of way. Yeah, and that's what I love about music. You know what I told myself early on? I was like, I want people to, to feel when they listen to my shit. You know what I mean? If I'm not making you feel some type of way, if I'm not making you want to get up in the morning regardless of what song it is and like do your best or you know like rekindle a relationship that you lost or like, damn bro you know what hey. i'm saying if i'm not doing that for you then my music my music is pointless hey bro i'm not gonna lie bro your songs bro if i get heartbroken one day bro i'm gonna be putting that shit on in the shower oh my god now that you say the shower bro my homie rue crazy ass producer too from the uk right uh-huh <laughs> wait, wait, like, wait, what? i said, said the shower and you remembered him bro Listen, i don't no, no, like no, check that this out. check this out right <laughs> <laughs> Me and him actually have an EP coming out. The EP is crazy. Martin's actually heard some of it. Uh, we're still looking for a name. Okay, okay. Yeah. You're going to call um, it the Beehive. <laughs> 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 yeah, but um, he told me when he was listening to like my music and stuff, he's like, dude, you have... He was like, you you have the most perfect... I can't even do the UK accent. <laughs> I tried. I butchered it. But he was like, you have like the perfect sliding down in the shower while you're crying music. Dude, because I, I heard your shit. I heard yeah. your shit, and I'm not gonna front, bro. I'm like, I, I loved it, and I told you I fucked with it. But if I was heartbroken, I think I would have loved it ten times more. Oh no, of course. Cause and that's what music does. Like Drake, old Drake, bro. Come on. Old Drake is phenomenal. Old Drake when he's holding that gold cup, and you know what I'm saying already yeah. from that album, Marvin's Room, bro. Dude, there's something whenever you're hurt. Music connects, and that's the thing. Like we all know, take care was House of Balloons Part Two, but that's a that's a different conversation. <laughs> uh, and that shit happens in the music industry, though. No, well, I I don't know. They have interviews that they've done, and like you know, people have spoken about it, and they've said um, they said that like the weekend had all this extra shit left over from House of Balloons, and then like Drake was like, I like that, I like this, I like that, and, and then, you know, he just used it. But that goes like Crew Love was a song, Crew with Love just the weekend was on it. the weekend song. Yeah, we all know. But the thing is, though, dude, and. It goes to say, I truly believe this. I'm not saying Drake does this, by the way. Let me put this here. Before before I already start trouble in the industry, before I'm in the industry, to get in the industry, you got to do favors. It's just how it is. No, yeah, of course. And that's on any industry that you're trying to get into. Yeah. You got to do some favors, you know, because that's... You scratch your back. You know what I mean? You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah, no, and sometimes you got to li- reach a little lower on some people. You know, you got to oh, scratch man. it real good for some people. It's getting sus in the room. <laughs> no, it's but, a little steamy in here. But, dude, <laughs> isn't it funny, though? I heard more about The weekend after Take Care. Yeah. You that's know, it, it worked. Yeah. It's not like it didn't. And that's the shit with music, though. Yeah. And the thing is, I still listen to Take Care today. Take Care is a classic. It's a classic. But there's so many. Like, bro, that Frank Ocean album, The Orange. Channel Orange? Channel Orange, hands down, one of the best albums I ever listened to. Channel Orange is fire. Hands down, because... Blonde is crazy, too, though. Do you like Blonde? Blonde is fire in terms of, like, writing and structure. Uh-huh. It's just crazy. Dude, how you feel about the whole new albums that, like, 12, 12 songs are rap, 12 songs are R&B now that some people are coming up with? 
I think it's cool. People get what they, everybody gets what they want. Uh huh. You know what I mean? You know what's the craziest shit I ever seen in the music industry? When Future dropped those two albums like a week after each other. Your future and, is a beast. And those two albums were the f- mo- best fucking shit of the year, bro. You know, future, I've heard Future does like albums, whole albums in like one night. I mean, it's kind of easy, man, with Audible's like the whole song. That Future is a beast. No, dude, those. The thing with Future is he knows what he's good at, I think. Yeah. He knows his his route. I think it's harder for like an up and coming artist that has to, you have to do something groundbreaking sometimes, to really put yourself out there. Because dude, like I'm not gonna lie, X, look at me, yeah. think about it, look at me, like the lyrics and I love the song, but it was something like groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. Because he had a lot of other good shit before that. You know, I feel like my I feel like my music isn't gonna break like that. I'm not gonna do anything groundbreaking. You know what I mean? But no, but dude, the thing is, bro, you're a singer. Groundbreaking for you is just your voice. Uh, you got a beautiful fucking voice. <laughs> you know, there's no other way to say it. that. Sounded a little sus, but it's okay. You know, it's funny. Everybody says that. You know, and then you they got, find out what I look like, and they're like, "You saying this?" I was like, "Yeah." But that goes into like I now I understand. That's much like more. the wow factor. You know, it is the wow. Fa- it's the X factor. You know, like the sh- fucking yeah. show. You know. But that's why I understand why you're not trying to show your face. Yeah, no, you need to hear the music first before you You need know to hear the music, dude. Like, you really do. And the music is so honest and it's so vulnerable, too. It's like, it's like I put so much you. of myself on there. Because everything I rap about is sing about. You know, happened. It's happened. It's happened. Do you think it's easier to sing about shit that happened or fantasies? It's definitely easier to sing about shit that's happened. It's, it's hard in the sense that, like, you have to put your whole self out there. But it's easy to do is that. Is it hard to show yourself through a song? For me, no, because I've always been a good writer. Like, I've always done poetry. I've always done, like, creative writing and stuff like that. So I've had that. You know, I, I just have, like, a knack for it, you know? Dude, when I was a kid, bro, and I hope the kid I did it with listens to this podcast. Oh, when fuck. I was, like, in fourth grade, dude, I did a I did a, I did a whole little label called Poison Money after Young Money. So we oh, call man. ourselves Poison Money, dude. And we performed, dude, right, in class. Dude, the other day I looked at it. We were the wackest fucking rappers ever, <laughs> dude. Our shit That's was always terrible. how it is, though. Dude, no, it's not. Because some people nah, are good. No, nah, it's always how it is, man. You start off whack and then you get better because at first I was wacky shit, too. You know what's crazy, dude? Yeah. I've been trying for 50, like 21 years now. And I'm still shitty. I'm crying. Do you think, though, music is something you're born with? Um, No. No, you think it could be learned? Of course. With time and practice and dedication, because I wasn't this good, you know what I mean? Like, no, but like producing, I do believe so. But I think no, I can't even say for producing because I feel like some people got that. Some that people have an ear for it. Have an ear for producing, and the voice, dude. Nowadays, I heard that you could fucking change your voice if you want to, but <laughs> like, dude, you ain't gonna recreate fucking Beyonce's voice. Like, yeah, I think. I feel like the beauty of it all is that everybody's unique. You know what I mean? Everybody is. Every, and every rapper is unique I mean I'm not gonna lie it got to a point with the mumble rapper stage yeah. that everybody sounded like but everybody had their unique takes yeah they had their unique takes that, on that and that's what fucking matters sometimes and I think I think what goes into popping or like you know like doing something groundbreaking or like you know like making it is knowing your target audience you know what I mean you gotta know who you wanna sell to exactly you know so for the longest time like i wanted my homies to like my music my homies were like yeah it's cool and like i would the thing is too is like i was making hard shit you know for like years now i've been making hard shit like the hardest shit ever Uh i'll play you something from like 2018 be like damn hold on man but the thing is is like i wasn't catering to to the audience 
that I was making music. You know what I mean? I was asking my homeboys when I should have been asking like their girlfriends or like their female friends. You know what I mean? Because because most definitely because I heard your shit. You are that R and B vibe. You know. Yeah. Women love that. Women love that shit. And this is the thing, dude. It's just how how you promote something, right? Let's say your homeboy. Let's say Morris, because that's one of your best friends. Yeah. If Morris posts your song out there, it ain't gonna pop. No, not at all. It ain't. But if you get, let's say, if Morris had a girlfriend, which he does, yeah, and she posted it, that shit's gonna go crazy. That shit gonna you go know why, fire. Though? You know why? Let's say he had the baddest bitch on the planet, right? And she posted that song. You know how many views I would get? Oh, dude, from men and women. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know he's going to have all the guys who's going to want to try and fuck his girl. You know what I mean? And dude, shit, they're going to try and relate to her with that. It's not just that, dude. Drake only became hot. Drake became hot after all the women fucked with Drake. That's when you started fucking with Drake, too. Because at first he was... Because yeah, you want to get some damn pussy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> bro, I'm not going to front with you, bro. At one point, bro, I, I used to listen to Chris Brown, bro, on really low music at home, yeah. bro. I was like... Nobody can know I fuck with this motherfucker. Yeah, no nobody can, can yeah. know. If you listen to Chris Brown in your own like back in the day, like you definitely says. But hey, man, come on, bro. Just <laughs> <laughs> like was, Justin Bieber, you know, like women love Justin Bieber. You know, if there's a girl you really like and she likes Justin Bieber, you be like, hey, I like you know, I like Justin baby, Bieber too. Let me be your boyfriend. Yeah, I'll never right? let you. Hell yeah, bro. There was one girl. I swear to God, this is a true story. It was fifth grade. I sing to her Bruno fucking Mars, bro, because I had to, bro. Oh that's God. what makes you beautiful. That's not Bruno Mars, but I bet she a, simped. That's a that's one direction. What was that fucking? Uh, I know she simped. She had to simp, bro. Dude, I had to do it. I had to. Yeah. She said she fucked with it with Bruno Mars. Dude, now I got her. It's not fucking her face. Her face. That song, bro. Yeah. I had to do it, bro, because I was like the only way I'm getting some. Bro, I'm in fifth grade. And when I say I'm getting some, I'm getting some holding my hands. I had to do it, bro. But the thing is, you were so, it was so hard to come out and say you like that yeah. back in the day. And nowadays, it's way more common. You know, I think that R&B style, even though it's been around for a long time, I think back in the day it was mostly like for females. Yeah. But now it, it got. It's love making music, you know what I'm saying? Making Girls music. love that romantic shit. Is that, you know, now it's a little bit music. darker. Dude, it really got and that and that's a good question too, man. Like, are you making more of that dark? No, I'm making deathly dark R and B. Damn, though, you making that hurt R and B? I'm making that. I've been cheated on, but like, I still fucked everybody's bitch in here. Type of music, which Damn. isn't which isn't far off from the truth. Damn, hey, bro, my dog got to drop this little gems out here. No, I'm crying, but like, I think it it all like stems from like listening to like a lot of old school music and shit. You know what I mean, like. Old school shit Like 90s hard. R&B You know That's the thing bro 90s R&B was hard For both sides 90s bro 90s R&B was crazy Bro girls yeah, were yeah. F- Fuck these motherfuckers And yeah. the guys were like We're just fucking some bitches I gotta credit my dad On that too though Cause he has so many cassettes With like Whitney Houston He has like Mariah Carey Boys to Men Jodeci Prince You know what I mean So I, I draw Who? inspiration From a lot of that from stuff Back in the day Who's your favorite artist Jodeci Jodeci I love Jodeci I never heard of him or her. There's a group. It's a group. You see it. You see how bad I am with that? They're fire. They're fire. You know how, like, two people are going to hate me for this, but, like, obviously I don't listen to them anymore. R. Kelly was crazy. R. Kelly went crazy back in the day before all those allegations and shit. Yeah. You know, and then we found out he was a shitty person and we all canceled him. Like, he's definitely canceled for sure. You cancel him for a fact. Yeah, for a fact. You can't deny that that behavior. He was a great artist. You can't deny that fact. No, of course, but being a great artist doesn't excuse you from being a oh, shitty no, person. No, 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 never, you know I mean? dude. 
Yeah, put that out there. Let's let's. Yeah, being a, a great artist. One more time for the people in the back. Yeah. Being a great artist does not excuse you from being a shitty person. But and do it goes back to Michael Jackson. Mm. One of my friends said the greatest artist ever to put their foot in the earth is Michael Jackson. King of pop, off rip. Michael Jackson's hard. Dude, who, how do you know can moonwalk like that? Hold his ball sack and then get bitches go crazy. You know what I mean? Like, you, there's not many, dude. He's wearing. He's many. wearing. He wears a sequined glove, a glove with sequins oh, on it. He didn't just wear that fucking glove. He made all these motherfuckers wear that glove. What? Bro, that that's power. Dude, Michael Jackson. I'm not even gonna lie, bro. Sometimes when I saw the shit he wore when yeah. I was young, I used to fuck with Michael. Like I used to yeah. listen to Michael. Michael's Jackson. fire. Then all these allegations come out, and you're like, well, should I still fuck with him? But here's the thing, too, though. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of neutral on the whole Michael Jackson situation. But you, because you don't, look. Because I don't know for a fact. You know what I mean? He, hey, bro. I'm, I'm like with OJ Simpson, bro. He didn't get proved guilty. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. <laughs> right. I, know who to, I know who to call when I get in trouble. You about to be my witness. <laughs> now, so I'm a good boy. Hey, bro. He didn't get caught, did he? No. You think he did? Well, you know, you know was, who else is a really good artist, too? Who? Prince. Prince Prince was a fucking amazing artist. Phenomenal dude. writer. I don't listen to Prince. I don't like his voice. You don't like his voice? No, but at the end of the day, it goes back to like what I was saying. Like I can admire him for what he's done. You know what I mean? Like he has great records. Like if you read his lyrics and stuff, Prince is fire. And Prince does a lot of that production and shit on his own too. Dude, you he, know what I mean? He played the guitar, great, he played the great piano. guitar player. He did it. He did everything. Yeah. Dude, you wanna know who's one of my um wow. I just forgot his fucking name right now, but one of my favorite artists of all time, Jimi Hendrix. I Jimi Hendrix is hard too. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi goes crazy. Dude, I don't know if you ever seen the video of him playing um, uh, the American anthem and the guitar. Have you ever seen that video? No, I don't think so. I don't even, you know, the thing is, is like I was never into like that older rock and roll. You know what I mean? Yo, oh, oh. When it came up to like 2000s rock and roll, bro, I was punk rock all day. Yo, I'm not going to front though. That old rock and roll, when you put some Queen, dude, Queen goes yeah. hard, Queen bro. Queen hard. Those, dude. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but like, how those motherfuckers used to make the same beats you make. It's, times change. They used to get quarters. They used to get everything just to get that perfect sound. Yeah. And it all goes back into being a fucking creator. You know, those motherfuckers were creators. You know, I, I fuck. That's my thing, bro. Some artists are different. And it goes back to what we were saying. Like, do you think you're born with it or you, can you, you know, learn the shit? You can't learn Prince. You can't learn Michael. No, but you can be yourself. You know what I mean? You can be the best version of yourself because they were the best versions of themselves. You know what I mean? But no they, one's... Here's the thing. No one's ever going to be you. No one. No uh, one's ever going to be Mike. No one's ever going to be Prince. No one's ever going to be... You know, no one's ever going to form a collective and become Jodeci. You know what I mean? They can be reminiscent of that. You can have nostalgia from that. Just like how me, everyone says I sound like The Weeknd or like I sound like Party Next Door or something like that. Uh-huh. You know, I feel like it gives them nostalgia. Or it gives them a reminiscence of nostalgia that. Nostalgia is good too. You know? It's good because it makes you feel warm inside. You yeah. know what I mean? It makes you feel young again. It makes you makes you feel like you're not alone. Like, you know, everything's okay. But this is the thing, though. Like, what I mean, you can't be taught some stuff, dude. Some things yeah, are no, some you. Things you can't, ta- you can't That's be taught. what I mean with the whole like That whole Michael Jackson swag, man. You that, can't. You can't be taught that. That was yeah. him. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but. But you can kick shit in your own way and have but your that's own what I'm swag. About you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is the thing, dude. And it goes to everything. Whenever you start doing something, you start looking at other people doing the same shit you're doing. That's one of the worst things you could do. I personally yeah. think. Because if I'm going to look at a bunch of other people that are doing podcasts and try to emulate them, you know, I'm going to go lose the greatest thing about me, which is me. Yeah, you're not, you, and you're not going nowhere. 
Because if I can if I can get this better somewhere else and you're just like a Walmart brand, yeah. what the fuck am I doing listening to you? You know what I mean? That's why a lot of these artists, when Party Next Door came out or The Weeknd came out, we had all these copycats. You know what I'm saying? Even when Drake came out, we had all these copycat Drakes. And they were here for a, for a little while and then they faded out. Like, oh, everybody who came out sounded like Party Next Door, The Weeknd, Drake. They all faded away. They were hot for a little bit because everybody wanted to hear that sound. They wanted more of it. They were hungry. But you know what? After a while, they couldn't maintain that. They don't have that creativity that those individuals have to take that to the next level and still be themselves. You know what I mean? No, dude, they didn't. And that's why it goes. Like, you can't try to be like somebody else. In the end of the day, you got to be you. Your best quality is you. That's it. The no, best thing about you is you. That's it. But find that. Find what, what makes you different. Like, if you're a great fucking writer, but you write, you like to write some dark shit, write it. Yeah. If that's what makes you good, because this is the thing. You got to maintain being you at all times. A hundred percent. You know, I'm never, I'm never trying to sound like The Weeknd. I'm never trying to sound like Party. Although those are influences. You can hear the influence. But, you know, if you really take a listen to it, I don't sound anything like them. No. You know? And it goes into the fact that, like, who you are, bro, is, is just, that's it. That's you. Because the minute you try to imitate other people, bro, you're not going to be as good. You're not. Because yeah, no. that's not your shit. I feel like I got a lot better when I stopped trying to emulate them or imitate them. And I just started to do my own thing. You okay. know, that's when everything started happening for me. Things fall you in know? place. Things started falling in place. I'm starting to get placements. You know, um, you know, sometimes when you are writing for different people, you have to put yourself in their shoes or think about what they might want to, you know, get across. But at the same time, you have to be you also because they're looking for something new, something fresh, you know. So you got to mix you in with a little bit of them in order to sell these records to these artists, you know, and get these placements. Dude, I'm, I'm going to say this, and the music industry is one of the hardest industries to get into. Hands down. Hard as hell. I, I think it's the hardest one to get into. That's why I, I'd have an easier time robbing a bank and getting away than I would having, you know, to get into the industry. I spent years, years. It took years. You know, and I'm fine. I love how you say it took years because you already know you're in, bro. I, I yeah, that shit fucking matters because if we did this shit like four years ago, it would have been like you know, like I'm trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Now you're in. And oh no, I'm in for sure. Two years from sure. now, all these motherfuckers are gonna know you, bro. And that yeah. shit, is fucking amazing, dude. Mark my words, I'm gonna make it within the next couple of months, if not by next summer. You know, and you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I always tell, I always told myself, I always set goals. If this doesn't happen by this time, I quit. Mm-hmm. Every time I got to that point and I was about to quit, something happened. whatever I wanted to happen, happened. It may not have been in the way I wanted it to happen, but it did happen. And exactly what I wanted to happen, happened. So guess what? By the end of this year, into next summer, I'm going to pop. And I'm, I am too. Because you're in my podcast. <laughs> that, shit, that shit matters. <laughs> but just so we can wrap this shit up, like, what's, what's the future looking like? Future's looking bright. Yeah. Future's looking crazy. A lot of dope sounds. A lot of shit you haven't heard before. You know. Is there anything new coming up? Yeah. Um, Goddamn. Hopefully some of these records I got placed will come out. You know. I can't name any names, but they're big. You know, they're they're some of your favorites. Dude, you know? bro. In a couple months, bro. Shit's gonna be wild. Shit's gonna hit the fan. Because I, I, I hope a lot of people that listen. I know all the people that listen to this shit. Loves fucking music, right? And in like three, four months from now, they're they're gonna listen to this fucking podcast. And three, four months from now, when they hear you, they're gonna be like, "Fuck." Yeah, we should have been on, buddy. Yeah, 
But, but you know, it's okay. I like to keep it low key. You know what I mean? Everything, everything in its perfect timing. Dog, bro. But thank you for coming, bro. I really fucking appreciate it, dude. And I can't wait to see what's next. And from here on now, bro, I'm so excited to get you here next time, bro. And who knows what fucking stories Yeah, next you might time have. it might be a new tape or something. Dude, thank you so much, man. Of course. It was good having you, bro. And for the Beehive fucking fans, tell your OnlyFans subscribers. Tell your moms. Tell your dads that you haven't seen. Tell everybody, bro. Subscribe. Follow the fucking page on Instagram at the Beehive Show. Thank you for listening. Come next time.